Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Second Paradigm Podcast. We're your hosts. David Rostowski and, and Miriam. Whoa, Miriam. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Miriam <funny>. Wagner. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Wow, Man. sir. Mm-hmm. Feeling the energy. Yeah. It is uh, wild. I know. I'm feeling it in a different way at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to, so we went to the Trump rally yesterday and I wanted to do a podcast mm-hmm. after while it's still fresh because mm-hmm. selfishly, I mean, I've already done two videos on Instagram TV, but selfishly, I want to have this in like the capsule of memories as a place mm-hmm. to come back to and a checkpoint for life. And like, yeah, I love that. and like, I feel really like proud of us and excited about what we're doing and the platforms that we've created that we it's not even we created we just said yes to a podcast platform and we just did it I mean it's fucking free it's like anybody mm-hmm. can do it this mm-hmm. isn't like you know this it's isn't true. like anything Sorry. fancy schmancy um but I think you can just record a podcast into your phone you know like it's like there's Very no true. excuse to to not um and I've just yeah I just love that we have this platform and that we use it in these ways and Mm-hmm. It feels really cool because when I, I mean, still in the comment section, I mean, I posted about going to the Trump rally. We're going to get into David's stuff in a minute, mm-hmm. but I posted about going to it and I woke up and had all these like weird comments and like, mm-hmm. I was like, ew, yuck, delete. Um, I was like, that's where the darkness lives. <laughs> like the darkness lives in the comment section. That is very obvious. Everyone knows this by now. <laughs> um, and it feels cool to, instead of playing in that pocket of comments, mm-hmm. just to pop out completely, record a podcast get more Mm -hmm. nuanced, get more clear. I feel way more like in my sovereignty and power and truth and knowing when I can speak freely like this and not have to combat darkness in the comment section. For sure. So roll the intro. Knock them relentlessly. You're one of God and a collective of everything. We're literally the same matter as the trees, the stars, the breeze, that alone we breathe. The only truth is interconnectedness. Separation is only forgetfulness. Wake up to this grounded existence, led by soul where the world stands witness. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, I feel like I'm still settling in. The This post is done way more than I uh, thought it would. I don't know what I thought, but yeah, it's it's such a trip. The I mean, we've been talking about inner solidity yeah. for a while now. Our upcoming course. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Our upcoming course, inner solidity. That we're also going through. Yeah. And that's always kind of been how we do things, sure. too. Like, we start to get all of the things that we teach, like through our own experience like even a few weeks before things start to really ramp up and yeah it's always like holy crap i didn't know this existed like with ceo you know like the amount of the amount of things that we saw with like business owners and their like sleazy posts and all the Mm -hmm. things like all this awareness started to roll in it's like wait what is this like people are still doing this people do this in general like Mm -hmm. and this feels like the same thing like the with this whole second phase of our work of like radiating your essence out into the world, there's this very distinct 
pushback that comes with that. And there's, there's so much context around it. There's so much that we go into and like that our work has gone into even before we were really thinking about it. Mm -hmm. But now it feels like it's like we're getting to live through the experience of it and not just live through the experience of the pushback, which is like just a piece of really sharing anything of substance whatsoever. But with like the inner solidity that comes from that pushback and almost despite that pushback, Mm -hmm. that's I think the thing that we're focusing on and dialing in on more recently is really being able to have your own truth regardless of what the world thinks about it and regardless of the pushback that comes with it. Totally, totally. And it's cool too because I mean when you do post your truth and are more refined in it, it's interesting to see the comments that pour in and the pushback that comes in. Mm Mm-hmm. And to like, just see you continuing to share and to just to keep going, Mm -hmm. like it just feels really good. And it's also, it's like, it's also a moment of like, oh, this is why I don't share my truth. Like, fuck, David just got bamboozled. David's smart. David's articulate. Like, fuck, I don't know if I can do that. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't believe like the things people are saying to him. And I want to say to you right now, who's ever fucking thinking that? First of all, it's bullshit. It's not true. Check in. Ask your oversoul what the truth is. And the truth is, is that it's safe for you to share your goddamn truth. Like that's yeah. the fucking truth. It always is. Your truth is so warranted and wanted on this planet because your truth is different than the collective narrative and literally was prayed for. Mm-hmm. How could it not have been? Absolutely undeniable. Yeah. So that's a good excuse to get out of sharing your own truth, of seeing what happens to David when he's an articulate, intellectual, very smart human and an incredible channel. Mm. I think it's easy for people to be like, oh, no, look what happened to him. I can't do that. But it's like, no, the invitation is to do exactly that because that's where the inner solidity comes from. That's Mm -hmm. where your unwavering truth comes from. That's where like, oh, I get to stand unwaveringly in my truth, period. Yeah. And I'm watching you do it and it is so fucking epic. Yeah. It's almost like the intention of the comments is to change your perspective. And it's like when you get comments that are trying to change your perspective, it either changes your perspective or it doesn't. And you see another reason, like an even more nuanced version of why you had that perspective yes. in the first place. Yes. You know? 100%. And especially because let's just, I'll read the post okay. and then we can kind of talk about it. But yeah. I think especially because of the like content of the post, it's still like, it's like, this is exactly what I was speaking to. Yeah. I, I, I knew what it feels like when I, I was scrolling through your comment section before I posted the like, oh my God, we're so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, this feels like the dogs just got like let out of the cages, like these like feral dogs, like the cage was opened and then they're just like. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, wait, this is so animalistic and primal. Like, where's your human? Like, where's your connected connection to divinity? Like, where's where is that light? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. okay, let's get into let's it. Go. Let's just read it. God, it's so funny. The The way this came through, God, I just, <sighs> I always am blown away by when I really, really drop in and write from my channel, not from just like a reaction to something. The way things come through just always blows my mind because I wouldn't have wrote it this way if I wasn't popped into that space, you know? Mm. Anyway. David Rostowski is at the Tucson Jet Center (laughs) where the Trump rally took place two hours ago. Tucson. Public. (laughs) (laughs) In 2016, when Donald Trump won the presidency, I was shocked and disturbed. 
I have this distinct memory from the night of November 3rd, walking out to my car on the street in Encinitas, California, and feeling oddly scared for my life. I expected total chaos and a complete breakdown of the structure of our civilization. A few weeks later, that fear started to subside. Instead, it was replaced with a nervous feeling that someone would make an attempt on his life. Then civilization would surely break down. But nothing happened. Life went on. So later, mid-2018 in Seattle, I bought the Conservative's Handbook, a small red leather-bound book on conservative stances. I'm a curious person, and I wanted to see the other side, in quotes. In other words, I bought that book specifically to get clear on why my liberal stances were correct and why I was so justified in believing them. I expected to find, God says blank, so we have to do this, holding together a slew of racist, arrogant, and misguided policy decisions. What I found instead were a bunch of topics I had very little knowledge of. Most of the book went entirely over my head, so I put it down and went on with my life. Three years into his presidency, I started to become more aware of media narratives. Fake news went from being a dictator's attempt at building mistrust in the honorable free press to a legitimate critique. I started to see Hollywood, most news sources, and the Democratic Party saying all the same things. It was as if a huge block of culture was entirely dedicated or dictated by the current Democratic positions. But that couldn't be, right? And if it was, did it really matter? Then BLM broke onto the scene. I watched most of my social media, including personal development and spiritual communities, become an echo chamber for these exact same positions. This was at the same time I was reading the Gulag Archipelago about Soviet death camps and seriously exploring conservative stances for the first time in my life. While black squares filled my feed, along with a passionate debate about their helpfulness, I listened to Brandon Tatum and Candace Owens boldly proclaim many of the things I was far too afraid to say myself. That broke something in me I didn't know was there. It was the fear of being wrong, mixed into a fear of being outcast and reprimanded for having any stance that wasn't the stance. The more I sat with it, the more I saw the edges of the block of culture I'd only just started to see before. The slight twinge of offness I felt previously came together into a sudden burst of passion. Holy crap, I'm being manipulated into a perspective that isn't mine. Anyone who knows how my brain works knows that I follow those impassioned moments of realization with as much research as I can bear. In this moment, I'm far from having the nuanced political stance I want to have, but I can say I'll be voting for Trump as soon as we get back to Texas, and it's for none of the reasons people might expect. I could care less about the narratives of him being a savior. I could care less about rebelling against the establishment. I could care less about his wealth or even the fact that he's a political outsider. What I do care about are the conservative stances he's taken that suddenly, over a long series of events and explorations, makes so much more sense to me than the nebulous, morally right stance I held before. And for the first time in my life, the grips of being wrong and being outcast have loosened to the point that I'm actually willing to share my truth as it deviates from that block of culture. I'm becoming my own person. Yesterday, Miriam and I went to a Trump rally in Tucson. It was way more fun and lively than I could have imagined. The overwhelming kindness of literally every person I met there, standing and cheering shoulder to shoulder in the hot sun for eight hours. The stories of the 82-year-old woman in line next to us who fled Peru in 1969 to escape the brutal effects that socialism had on her family. The woman who paid for our $6 parking on the way out with a stack of parking stubs that looked like she was paying for over 100 other cars too. The countless times I watched myself and others thank the local police. This is not the Trump or the political party I was told it was. And until I find evidence of the contrary, I can't help but trust my own experience and, again, become my own person. Mm -hmm. 
I was looking to see if there was a running count of the uh, comments, but they've all broken down into their own threads, so there's there's not even. But it has a crap ton more than I expected. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So seventy comments, fifty five reactions. <laughs> <laughs> fifty six, just now. <laughs> Rolling in. Yeah, I mean, I think the reason why I stopped before to like speak to almost like the awe of when I really drop into that space and like it's like when I pull from my own truth, when I pull from my intuitive knowing, when I pop into that like channel space, the way things come through always kind of boggle my mind because they're so often less about telling my own story and more about like this. There's always like this underlying arc Mm -hmm. to things, Mm -hmm. you know, there's like it goes right into the tension of whatever I'm speaking into unpacks it and then slowly starts to break down the arguments to it and then like drops the truth in. It's like this weird thing that I watch happen and I can see it happening, but it always, it always through writing your songs. Yeah. My songs, all, all the things are the same channel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're all the same. It's you. It's your expression. So, yeah, I mean, rather than get into the comments where the darkness lives, (laughs) I would love to actually, it's cool even reading it back and like getting back into the energy of like the thing that compelled me to share it in the first place. Yeah. I want to talk about the rally because mm-hmm. I think like we were both so blown away. Like, okay, picture it, picture it, future Miriam. It's 2020 mm-hmm. lockdown. Everyone's masked up. <laughs> the world has gone mad. That's how it feels. <laughs> yeah. And that's how I see the world. And I see mostly that people are idiots when they're wearing masks. And if that offends you, I'm not sorry. <laughs> Truly, I'm not. I, I know how I feel about masks and I stand in that. And if you need to wear one, then I trust that you're in your sovereign knowing about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I look out into the world, I'm like, this is fucking crazy. This shit ain't right. This Something is massively off. Mm-hmm. Like people are giving each other looks. They're telling each other to pull up their masks. People are policing people. Like it's just insane. It's so fucking weird. And then if you wear it, uh, there's new propaganda out. If you wear your mask as a chin strap, then that means you're better. That's the signaling that you're better than. If you wear your mask in this way, it means this. There's there's all this these new narratives that that get to get programmed into the collective, and then the people just act it out. Mm-hmm. So going to the Trump rally was anything but that. There was no people policing people. The only people that were policing were the fucking police. And everyone was so kind to each other. Mm-hmm. And it's a kindness I have never felt before because I have come together in big groups. I've gone to concerts. I've gone to games, football games, baseball games. I've done all of this shit in my life. And you're still coming together under a common thread. Like, oh, my God, you support the Patriots. Oh, my God, you support the Red Sox. I'm obviously from Massachusetts. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, like you like Mm Blink-182. That was my first concert. It's like, yes. But the camaraderie that I felt yesterday at the rally was not the same camaraderie as being a sports fan. It was not the same. And and it feels like there's elements of like the drinking and the drugs that happen at concerts and like the drinking at sporting events. And like there just isn't a purity of the energy. But yesterday it felt so pure. And there was a small sliver of people wearing masks like that didn't even make sense. Like there was absolutely no fear in the field 
which was insane to me. I kept checking in and being like, why don't I feel anxious? Why am I not afraid? Should I be afraid? But I didn't because that wasn't there. It felt so safe. And I don't know if it's because like secret service or what, but like energetically, it felt like there was this just like bedrock of safety underneath the event that was happening. Mm. And so much light. I couldn't believe it. I was moved to tears so many times. Mm. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable how kind people were to each other standing close shoulder to shoulder thigh to thigh on the bench Mm -hmm. like it wasn't about no one was afraid of the coronavirus and the people that Mm -hmm. were they did their mask thing and it was fine and they were Mm -hmm. still there but there was so much love between people and as we were leaving everyone was singing and like people were smiling you could see people's teeth like you can even see how bright energetically we look in those photos Mm-hmm. Like there was something really profound happening there. And I'm so glad we went. Me too. I'm so glad we got to be a part of it. Because feeling it, like I can feel it when I walk to the mailbox and I can feel randomly, quote unquote, that people are praying for Trump. And then I come back home and David tells me that Trump has COVID. Like, like that's like a feeling that I'm not, I'm not, I'm like, walk, I'm walking to the mailbox, you know, mm-hmm. but to actually be in his presence mm-hmm. and to feel that light. It's just undeniable. It's, it's absolutely undeniable how pure and pristine the field was there. Absolutely, like so clean. Usually, when I'm in settings like that, I have to like cut the cords and like clear my field and like take stuff out of my third eye. And like, you know, I'm always like fucking fidgeting and like moving shit around and getting rid of stuff that clings on. But not, there was nothing. Like when we got, came home, Jamin was saying, he was like, I was so tired. He's like, but you guys were so lit up. He's like, I wanted to hear about it, but he had, he was exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It was just cool. I know. You think we would have been the exhausted ones. Right? Because any other situation like that, like I'm so sensitive. Mm-hmm. We're so sensitive. Yeah. Being out in settings like that, it's like you're just like a magnet for the fucking darkness. Mm-hmm. And there was none, none. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a weird shifty eye vibe from anybody except the gremlin protesters, the two that I saw mm-hmm. that looked like they crawled out of a sewer and they weren't pro Biden. They were just anti-Trump and they were dressed in all goth and all black, had black signs with black writing and red font that said brainwashed. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then we all started chanting like, woo, four more years and all mm-hmm. kept walking. <laughs> they literally did nothing. They added nothing <laughs> to the rally. Yeah. It was just amazing. And what I what I said today on my IGTV, and I'm going to say it again even more boldly, is that if you're having a visceral reaction to pictures or posts about Trump that you hate him, literal programming, you're fucking programmed. Like there is, it is not natural for us to hate. And I saw that demonstrated yesterday time and time and time again. There was no hate there. 
We were all natural humans in our natural element being kind to one another. People were offering each other suntan lotion. We had to empty our bags from from food and drinks. People were offering each other their bags of chips, their like leftover pretzels, whatever they had. People were were giving food out. No one was afraid of fucking COVID. People were hugging each other. People were being introduced to one another that they worked together and then they saw each other in line and then they got to introduce their wives to, to one another. Mm-hmm. They were shaking hands. Of course, there's going to be like a, you know, narrative spin on the spike in COVID and blah, blah, blah. Because sure. well, of course, that's, that's, that's like 101. Hmm. But I just, it feels important. Like when I think back on this time that I remember this truth that I'm speaking today, October 20th, 2020, it feels very important that I can come back to this and remember this because this feels like a big deal because I feel like it reignited my hope for humanity. It, it was like the truth of, oh, we're so good. We're so taken care of. We're so supported. It was that truth times 10,000. Mm-hmm. There was a, a young kid that nearly passed out from heat exhaustion and everyone was like we or not everyone people were like we need a medic and then another group of people rushed over and helped him sat him down got him water fanned him off like people didn't skip a beat in their willingness to help mm-hmm. and their willingness to share and their willingness to smile and their willingness to sing it was absolutely amazing And there is nothing on TV or on any screen that will ever take that away from me. That is like in my body. That is such a memory for eight hours in the sun. (laughs) Dancing to Macho Man and loving it. And just loving it and loving our country and like really getting it. And talking to Aura, the 82-year-old woman that fled Peru as it was under communist regime and they took her family's farm away. She came here 51 years ago and she taught in the schools at Tucson and she would hang up the American flag and she'd go into school the next day and they'd take it down. And then she'd buy another flag and hang it up. And then the other teachers would take it down because those teachers were teaching their students to hate this country. And she was saying, she said, you don't know poor Americans don't know poor they don't know what it's like Mm -hmm. she loves this country she's 82 years old she also stood for eight hours in the blazing sun and she said she endured so much in her life this was nothing she was willing to do this to not have the United States turn into a socialist country like fuck to meet real people and this man with fabulous fucking hair was going and getting waters for all the older people and giving them their water Mm -hmm. there was so much kindness everyone left their stuff they're like camping chairs and coolers we left our water bottles and our cooler outside of the venue and everything was there when we returned nobody stole anything Mm It's like, 
how, how it's undeniable. Like the light that is behind Donald Trump and his presidency is undeniable. And the work that he's doing is undeniable, especially if you read energy and feel energy. And I'm not here to pretend anything. To be nice, to save friendships, to do any of that shit. I'm not fucking interested. If you need to go away and orbit out and fall off, that's fine. I'm still going where I'm going and I know where I'm going and it's clear. And to get back to the point of if you have a visceral reaction and you hate Trump that you're programmed, it's the fucking truth because hate is not normal. Hate is not our natural state. That is nothing but a program. Because when I check in with Biden, I don't hate him. I don't even think about him. When I feel into Biden, I feel just flat. Like it's like a pancake. I'm like, I don't even feel anything. It's just like nothing. There's no charge. There's no like, I hate him. Like it doesn't even make sense. Mm -hmm. But the programming that you've allowed yourself to be indoctrinated in is filled with hate. It's absolutely bananas. And our client slash friend brought up a great point about when we talk about peace at the second paradigm, how you don't make decisions from like really high excitement places, nor do you make them from really low despair places. Like we make our decisions when we're in a place of peace and we have clarity. Mm-hmm. It's really tempting to make our decisions from those two peak places or low place, low place, peak place. Yeah. But the truth is, is like, what's here though? What's actually here? And that's why we always ask that fucking question. Mm-hmm. Peace is our natural state. Peace isn't this like extreme that we've been conditioned to chase. Mm-hmm. Peace is actually being with what's here right now. And the same thing with the hate that gets instilled with the name Trump. Like, that's all just getting us into an extreme state that isn't actually natural to our human self, to our soul self. Mm-hmm. Like that's so not a part of what we're doing here. Yeah. And I had so much fucking fun. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've smiled that much and talked to that many strangers. I know. It was so crazy and seeing my face in those pictures. <laughs> I know. David is just an antenna <laughs> for joy. And to see the flag move the way it moved during the Hallelujah song was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It was a hundred foot flag, and it's like um, it's like a dramatic female, I think even a cappella or maybe some strings behind it version of Hallelujah. And right when she's like belting the like final Hallelujah, the flag. It's like this hundred foot flag held up by two cranes. So it's goes dangling up to down. Like, yeah, dangling down. Goes up to like ninety degrees, fl- flusters up into the into the air, roll the bottom left side rolls up almost all away, and then it comes down and unfurls at the very at the end. very, very end of the of the song. Yeah, it was crazy. Was we like, were all if, looking at it. If you don't believe that energy is real, like that is everything right there. That is it. That is God. That is light. That is truth. And the prayer at the beginning mm-hmm. was absolutely amazing. Yeah. 
the Pledge of Allegiance, oh my God. the prayer, and yep. the national anthem. I cried Things that three. like people don't really do anymore. No, I haven't. I haven't done the Pledge of Allegiance since school. Same. And As even a then, kid. I didn't do it because I was a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I remember slowly during school, like over the years, we like did the Pledge of Allegiance, and then we eventually stopped. We stopped. We didn't put our hand on our heart. They took that away, and then they took away. They just took it all away eventually mm-hmm. yeah we used to do it in the morning I, yeah. yeah i think that's the thing that's landing the most for me like one of the big one of the big things that i keep landing on is like the patriotism and love for the country like that whole thread oh. is so it feels like it feels like one of the biggest dividing lines right now yes what aura said mm-hmm. about this country she said, you see the the Black Lives Matter protests? She said, they don't love this country. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah. Because if you loved this country, it's like you don't shit where you eat. It's the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't burn down buildings of a place you love, mm-hmm. of a country you love, of of land that you're proud of. Yeah. But we're taught to not be proud of this land. We're taught to hate it here. We're taught to demand something different, something mm-hmm. better. And yeah. this is the best. The United States of America is the best iteration that we have right now in 2020 on this floating marble. Mm-hmm. This is the best example. If these are all different little pockets of experiments around the planet, yeah. we have the freest one. Yeah, it's weird that we learn history like it's not real. Yeah. Like that was that was a really fucking big thing back when I was exploring the Gulag Archipelago and all of those things. I was like, I, I was watching Jordan Peterson talk about it in this like short little YouTube clip. And he's like, he's like, when I tell my kids to read history, I tell them to read it as if they were there. Mm. So I started reading like, fuck, I just started reading about these like Soviet death camps as if I was there and like the torture that they went through and like that that book essentially like discredited socialism in a country that really wanted it to work all the academics were like holding up socialism as this wonderful thing that america wouldn't go to because it was terrible to its people and and all of that and like on paper so much sounds so good about yeah those systems of control (laughs) but it's like the reading about history and exploring history as if it's real because it is and then looking at the current state of the planet not where we want it to be but where it actually is yeah like when i look at how far civilizations come so fucking quickly it's it's ridiculous that in 50 years 100 years something can be so drastically different from like complete outright war between ideologies to then this like stable safe massively prosperous nation to where my generation i think our generation hasn't really seen atrocity really at all no even 9-11 it's not mm -mm. it's that's not like that's not like whole countries enslaving their people like it's yeah and even that right now is happening mm-hmm. and that's what's fucking crazy is like even north korea is real right now like yeah. 
the it was really landing for me how much the the Chinese government and all of the controls that we kind of look at and we're like oh, something's weird going on over there oh it's okay they make our shoes like that that regime is not just over like one little tiny country out of 193 or whatever 195 it's it's over one in six people more than one in six people live under Chinese communist control and it's it's just fucking it's so mind-blowing to me looking at the actual state of the world looking at the actual state of the world and like these shifts around like the military and realizing like yeah you can't just defund the fucking military because it's holding together this structure like so many of the world's countries are like standing it's like a a fucking western face-off or whatever where everyone's holding a gun at each other's head like that's the piece we have yeah it's pretty bizarre but within that somehow we build this wonderful civilization (laughs) and like we have all of this prosperity and like to not love it seems absurd right and to call it terrible seems even more absurd. Right. Right. Last night, seeing at the mm-hmm. rally, seeing the snipers there, mm-hmm. something about that, I don't know, like something lit up inside of me that I like could not stop staring at them. They came mm-hmm. up on this like platform crane type thing. Mm-hmm. And then all you can see is their silhouette with the Tucson mountains in the background, the sun setting. In theory, it was getting a slightly cooler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's probably a nice 95. Yeah. Um, and then the American flag mm-hmm. was blowing in the wind. And something about that, I don't know. I could not take my eyes off of it. I didn't feel afraid. It felt really right. Mm-hmm. It felt beautiful. I was like, this is picturesque. Like, this is America. Like, this, this is it. Like, I am... I felt so safe. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have, I was telling David on the ride home, I, I didn't even have, when we went to go see the Joker in theaters, I was scared. Like people got up to get popcorn and I was like, oh, what are they doing? And he was like, oh, they're getting popcorn. I like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was freaked the fuck out. And even at concert venues and different things, I've always been kind of like scanning my surroundings and making sure I'm safe and like all of that shit. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do that at all. I didn't even, it, it wasn't even in my awareness to like put my guard up. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Yeah. It was so amazing. And it speaks a lot and it says a lot about the energy that Donald Trump holds. Mm-hmm. And the underlying values that he's standing for. Yes. Not the man that can be discredited or judged based on the wording, the the actual things he's standing for. Yeah. And underneath the things that he's standing for is this love for our country and are yeah. all of these like patriots who just want to see this massive experiment of America with a very, very progressive, even revolutionary style of, of governance based on the things that have existed here to keep order for this amount of people like an absurd amount of 330 million people is a fucking absurd yeah the fact that this many people can live side by side when our animal instincts would have us break down into tribal units and kill each other that's fucking remarkable remarkable that there's any sort of peace and order here whatsoever and to stand for that like i've, I've never understood it and i've never even cared but like the more that I be with it, the more I understand 
conservative values, but also even like Christian sentiment, like being there and listening to that prayer. I was, I was looking at the crowd and observing even more so than I was like dropped into the prayer. Mm. And it was crazy to have this man come out and he's like, I'm not only standing for like, um, for the Christian group that, yeah, for the Catholics, I'm also standing for Latinos and I'm standing for something else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Police officers. And then he's like, all right, let's, let's pray. And there's a sea of red caps and everyone takes off their cap and they hold it to their heart and they all, they all bow down their heads and like a fucking sea of people all drop their heads. Coming out of Christianity, like I had to look at all of the terrible things. And now that I'm coming full circle, I see the role that Christianity plays too. Like the, the passing down of a tradition of adhering to the light against all odds, even when there's, there seems like there's no reason why you should, even when it's easier or it seems more prosperous or more fun to like, just kind of let things slide and slip into the like taking for yourself and, and all of these things like the, the actual Judeo-Christian tradition and the stories, like when you look at it, even from a macro perspective, like it's a story of a group of people who adhered to divine standards and virtues and did really, really well. And then let go of those things when things got good, had their whole civilization crumple, either go into fucking slavery or lose some like big wars or whatever, and then come back around and a small group of people unites around God, unites around divinity, unites around light and rises to prosperity again over and over again. Basically all that fucking happens in the Bible. I'm just, I'm like having more and more respect for the traditions that are here, like the traditions of like a light and really just grounding more, like understanding what this world even is. And the more I do, the, the harder it is to hate Trump and Christians, the harder it is to just continue to fall in line with the like progressive narrative saying how terrible everything is because mm-hmm. it just doesn't, it doesn't track right. as true anymore. Right. I know that's, that was like a huge, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what like I woke up to yesterday in real life, in real time mm-hmm. times 10,000. I was yeah. like, we are good and safe and taken care of. And this is what, this is what light feels like. This is real. This is calm. Yeah. This isn't anyone wanting anything other than what's already here and appreciating what's already here. Mm -hmm. Wanting better, of course, but also wanting to preserve what it is that's already great about what's here. Yeah, I look at like the news articles that come out about the the Trump rally in Tucson and like all there is is the mayor wanted to lock down for COVID. Trump's going against it and he owes the city of Tucson $80,000. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's basically all the fucking coverage there was. And to. And he's a super spreader now. yeah, Yeah. And to like spin that so forcefully. Mm -hmm. It's remarkable because it, it wasn't. It wasn't reporting on anyone's experience there no, at all. No. Because if you really went around and reported that as as unbiased as possible, 
you would you can include the mayor's remarks and all of that stuff yeah. but you'd also interview at least one person who went yeah and there's no interviews of anyone who goes there's no trump's perspective on it it's wild to see that level of spin on something that was so profound for so many people yeah and is so inspiring for so many people even when we first pulled into the parking lot, we, it was at the airport, so we pulled into the econ- economy parking lot, and we got mm. out of the car, and there were these two older women there, and they were like, oh, they were so excited to see us. They didn't have masks on. We started chatting it up instantly. And this one woman said that she's like, yeah, you know, in 2016, she's like, I just had to check him out, see what he was all about. I guess he did his first rally ever in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was Tucson specifically, yeah, but Arizona. Um, so she went to his rally here in 2016 and she loved it. She absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. And she got home and she watched the news and she was like, wait, that wasn't my experience at all. And that's what woke her up mm-hmm. was seeing the huge contrast between her own personal experience and what other people are saying. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's so important now more than ever and always until the future, till the end of time, that we trust our own knowing. Mm-hmm. We've got to. And we've got to stand steady in it. And that's why inner solidity is so important. Like all of it. Like it's like all of this is here and it's prepping us for what's to come. Mm-hmm. Because if I if if this tracks correctly, future Miriam, when the second paradigm was dropping in and all the guidance for the second paradigm was to rest. Take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Just rest. Let all the the shit and the ideas and the programming programming of who you think you're supposed to be in order to be good. Let all mm-hmm. the like things fall off that aren't actually you. Mm-hmm. Just watch Netflix. Eat ice cream. You're gonna be okay. You're not gonna die. Like all of that stuff has prepared me for now. Like I've never been more at peace in my life than in this year. I've yeah. I've been able. We've navigated 2020 with like epic grace mm-hmm. and we've been able to support people and help people navigate 2020 with epic grace Yeah. and if my knowing per- is right which it obviously fucking is because how could your knowing not be right your knowing's always right if my knowing's right what's happening now and the the willingness to, like like i trust that i meant to support trump vocally online in this way mm-hmm I trust that more than anything else and I'm going to do that. And no matter the pushback, it's, it's building, it's building more resiliency within me. It's Mm -hmm. building this, this steady woman that I'm here to embody Mm -hmm. to continue to be. And I trust that always and forever. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see what's on the other side of, of this because I'll be prepared for it. Yeah. Because that's what happens when you be with what's here. Yeah. is it's absolute preparation for what's to come. You don't have to worry about what's to come because what's here is the thing mm. to be with. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to say it more in like a more profound way. I was trying to be cool, but I just, yeah, it's just what's here and trusting that all the way through with every ounce of your knowing mm-hmm. And to trust that we're being prepped with light, with new energetics, with new embodiments. We've got to trust that. Because when has it ever steered us wrong before? Yeah.
And no one can say anything about my personal experience yesterday. There mm-hmm. is no refuting it. Like I know what I felt. Mm-hmm. And I've been checking myself because I'm like, am I crazy? Am I delusional? Oh my God, am I brainwashed? Did I like, was there darkness there that I mm-hmm. just picked up on and embodied and now I've fully integrated as a dark being? Like, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. like I've been oh, checking yeah. myself to, but I'm like, no, I know what I felt. Mm-hmm. I know it. I know the truth and the profundity of what I felt yesterday. Mm-hmm. I know the purity and the pristine energy that was there. I know the amazing conversations that we had. Mm-hmm. This one lady thought she lost her hat forever in the bleachers. And David, with his long arms and long legs, was able to squeeze in the bleachers and get this woman's hat for her. <laughs> she was an old lady. Mm-hmm. Her head was going to fry in the sun. Yeah. The random little acts of kindness that were sprinkled through the entire event. Like there, you couldn't go 10 minutes without seeing an act of kindness. Yeah. And it was cool to like, it was cool to pop into that, to feel it. Like my first thought was like, fuck, I don't want to climb down on these bleachers and grab this lady's hat, you know? But then I was like, you know what? Like, let me, like, let's just yeah. fucking do it. And like, everyone's being so kind. Yeah. Like you just and pop right into it. And then people cheered you on after yeah. you came up. And then the, I know. Like, and then Whoa. I came up and everyone's like, yeah, oh my God. And then the lady down at the end looks over and she's like, that was your act of kindness for the day. And like, mm-hmm. and I wanted to say like, I hope that's not my only act of <laughs> kindness for the day. You know, I hope I amount more to more today than picking up a hat from the ground. But it was cool. Then like we went to go take a selfie and then a woman was like, oh, uh-huh. here, let me take it for you. Yeah. And like there was, it was like free flowing kindness. Yes. And that's not what you would expect at the way that these events are portrayed. No, it's like a bunch of racists with like guns and they're going to, they want to kill black people. Like yeah. it feels like that's the narrative that's painted. But yeah, there was like every single race and color and shape and size mm-hmm. of person and age was there. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole mix of people. It was like mm-hmm. actually representative of, I would say, probably the state of Arizona mm-hmm. with the amount of Latinos that were there. Oh, yeah. It's really fucking cool. And then what's also cool is today we went to Dutch Bros. Love you. Love you, DB. Mm-hmm. We went there today and I felt it so strong in the field. I was like, we need to pay for this ladies behind us. We need to pay for her coffee. And Uh then I guess the two cars in front of us, that guy also said the same thing about this one in particular lady. He is, was her friend and he wanted to pay for her coffee, but we beat him. (laughs) So we paid for this woman's coffee and it just felt really good. And we've had our coffee paid for before at Dutch bros, which is really nice. Yeah, all our carts were getting declined one day. And I might have panicked. I was like, oh, my God, do we really not have $12? Fuck. (laughs) Like, fuck. (laughs) And then it was like, oh, no, I don't even know why that happened. It was just a little snafu. And then this lady ended up (laughs) paying for literally all of our cards. Like, not even. It made no sense. I know. And, of course, I told my mom. And my mom. The machine just wasn't working is what was happening. And my mom says it's we need to watch our money because they're going to take it all away from us. (laughs) 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 You know, her even. Oh, my God. Did someone listen to our podcast and <laughs> took away all of our funds? I know. It's like Handmaid's Tale all over again. But yeah, I just I just love I love that our parking got paid for. Like it was yeah, just it was so really sweet. much light. Like that's the only way I can describe it. Like if this was actually a dark event and this was actually like a a, a gross, I don't know, like it, it wouldn't have been like that. I can't even mm-hmm. imagine. Mm-hmm. 
And it was funny. We were at the park one day. I think I might have told this story. I can't remember. But we saw a bunch of Biden supporters standing under a tree with masks on. And we saw a bunch of Trump supporters with their flags waving high on the side of the road at mm-hmm. the park. Yeah. It was just very different energies. Very, very different energies. Hmm. Yeah, man. I don't know. I never thought I would love America. I didn't either. But it's it, hard not to. The The deeper you look into it, the hard, it's hard not to. Yeah. I know I could feel like the presence of... I felt my cousins yesterday, one cousin, Charles in particular, I could like feel him like at when we were singing, um, God bless America or God bless the USA. Mm-hmm. It's proud mm-hmm. to be Amer- an American. Mm-hmm. Um, but the official title is God bless the USA. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. It took me forever to find the lyrics cause the name of the song, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I could like feel him and I was like, Oh yeah. Like he joined the military. And then I was thinking of my grandpa Bean, who's actually his real great 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 grandfather. Just one great great grandfather. Mm-hmm. And just the layers of like family presence and pride and yeah, I don't know, it really shifted something in me yesterday. Mm. And I love like I love how steady I am on my truth, you know? Mm-hmm. And this just feels all the same. Like, I'm like, this is just as steady as everything else I fucking said. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it just keeps going. Yeah. And it's interesting in the DMs to get messages from people that are like, oh my God, Miriam, you're so brave. I can't believe you shared. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I'm like, oh yeah, those dog days are done. Like, I'm, I'm not scared. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to be who I am and to share what I have to say here on this earth. Yeah. I know it's interesting even from this post getting, getting a comment, two comments and then also a private message, essentially like, like, yo, like right there with you, like the left's fucking crazy and like they'll come after you whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's just, it's interesting how almost like silent and like under the, under the radar, like, Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's really, really weird. The more I reflect on culture and like, so I think the, my, my fascination with all of this, Mm. even more so than like, who should I vote for is like, why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Like, why is there such a massive divide? Why are, why is the information so drastically different? Why are we in these little bubbles? And like, yeah, there's social media, but that's a piece of it, but it's definitely not it beyond social media why is the media so vastly different like how are there completely different spins on the exact same things like what is all of this and what's happening and i think that's the that's the space where i spend a lot of my time thinking which is why when posts like this come out i'm always kind of blown away because i'm like wow that really captures the underlying energetic arc of the things that i've been feeling without having to speak to any of it just in a post about trump mm-hmm but there's this, there are these movements of like when you go back in history just a little bit, there's these movements of like the 19th century that echo what's happening now eerily so. Like the even the rise of like Fabian socialism and how there was essentially this debate between like Nazis and Fabian socialists that were like, should we do this by force? 
take over by force or should we just slowly program that over time like mm-hmm. the nazi stuff obviously played out but like there's still this slow incline of the erosion of the erosion of like the values that america was founded on and it almost feels like when i zoom out far enough that america is like a really big inconvenience to total world control mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know yeah like, like yeah the, i feel that that's almost like the the closest word that i can get to that feeling is inconvenience uh-huh. Uh-huh. like america's a really big inconvenience and trump is an even bigger inconvenience because mm-hmm. he's just saying all the things <laughs> he's saying too much he's yeah. waking people up to what we're trying to do yeah, and no amount of like the amount of smear campaign that has to go against them to detract from the things that he's doing and how it's affecting the world mm-hmm. is is remarkable. But yeah, I don't know. Like I just spend so much time there and I think that's like that's where for me when I look back on this time, I think I'll look back on I'll look back on the event and like how awe-inspiring and all of those things are, but I'll also I think look back on like just how little I know that's still this like nebulous feeling that's still this intuition that I can feel, but like how much as I continue to trust it, like all of the evidence continues to fall in place and I'm like seeing more and more of it. And like, it's not this, Oh my God, that's so great. I'm seeing it confirmed on Fox news. It's like this, Holy shit. I'm seeing it confirmed in history and I'm seeing it confirmed in these long arcs of attempts at total domination and control of the world Mm -hmm. population. And I'm seeing it echoed in like the things that I've channeled and like, it just feels like the the moment in time where so many things are coming together and all the pieces are starting to fit together. And I'm like mm-hmm. applying the spiritual understanding that I've had that's re- that's been really loose and like it's grounding into physical reality. And I'm watching this like divine play play out here in, in mm-hmm. physical reality, like through America, through Donald Trump, through this election, through the media manipulation, through socialism, through like all of these all these things that we debate logically i'm watching the like undertones like the the energetic mm-hmm. undercurrents play out and it's the same thing that's been coming through my channel that like i think i've spiritual people everywhere feel like this this weird contrast and playing out between dark and light and even trying to figure out where the line is between the two and Yeah, I, I I have no idea where all of this is going or where we're going as a collective or anything. But but you're right. Like I love that you came down back to the micro and you're like, but I have to trust my own truth. Yeah. And when I look at just our lives, it's it feels so fucking clear. Like right? it's so clear, so I, obvious that like our support in this first off is building massive inner solidity. Yep. It's it's giving us a huge like masterclass on geopolitics <laughs> and on like politics in general. Mm-hmm. It's it's like letting us see through huge layers of the the same types of manipulation that we've been calling out in the coaching industry, but in the larger world, like it's so perfect for mm-hmm. us to be not only supporting this and supporting Trump, but also speaking out publicly and yes. building the inner solidity that comes with it. There's nothing better that we could be doing. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's, the bigger stuff is only going to get clearer with time. Of course. Of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. Even when I think back, shout out Danny, <laughs> when I think back to Danny and when she first started working with us, the message that just kept coming through relentlessly, this was like over a year and a half ago mm-hmm. was like, you need to rest. And she was like already resting and then, mm-hmm. but it was like, Oh no, no more rest. And it's like, what the fuck? Like it was so infuriating. Cause it's like, I'm already doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like all my clients are already gone. My body thinks I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what do you mean more rest? 
And yeah. I, 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 I kept telling her, I was like, Danny, slow as molasses, slow as molasses. And she literally, this is the best. She Googled how slow does molasses go? <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking slow. Mm-hmm. And, and she was like, how many more months? And at the time I was like, ah, February. And that was like an eternity. Mm-hmm. It was like February. Are you fucking crazy, Miriam? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I have to go this slow until February. It's like, yep. And now like, I mean, that was like what? That was 2018, 2019. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And then into 2020 and she's just clicked right in to the slowness of life. Yeah. She's actually found her natural rhythm, mm-hmm. which is so much fucking slower and her psychic fucking knowing is so heightened mm-hmm. from that slow pace. It's absolutely incredible. The things that she's getting. Yep. God. And that's the thing. I don't think we could see through anything, but we didn't know if we weren't, if we weren't moving at the pace we were settled into peace as we are. Yep. No. And that's, and again, like, that's what like the dark agenda preaches is like, stay busy. Gotta be busy. Keep busy. Work hard. Busy, 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 Keeps you completely disconnected from reality, from your own true nature. Because your own true nature is like so fucking slow and it's like sloth like and it's like it's it's um, it goes against the society standards of lazy mm-hmm. like it, you bump up against so much but then it like feels so good and then you feel guilty because you're like oh my god this pace feels really good oh fuck I, I shouldn't you know like I got to click back in mm-hmm. and all of that shit had to break for us personally yeah. of what it means to run a business that way. Mm-hmm. I mean we run our business like sloths and mm-hmm. I fucking wouldn't change a goddamn thing. Yeah. Because we're actually honoring the energy and the truth of what's here Mm -hmm. every time. Mm -hmm. And like, I I just trust it over and over and over again. I mean, I had a little like thing come up today. I was like, man, was I too soon on inner solidity? Did I? Mm. But I just feel it. Like I, I still fucking feel it. It feels Mm -hmm. so alive within me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if I can help other people feel this way, then I'm game. Yep. Like fucking sign them up, get them up, line them up. Whatever we got to do, I'm here. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready for more people to be internally solid yeah, and speaking their truth and sharing what's here for them and expressing themselves. I'm so here for that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But I mean, I definitely question it too. Obviously. It'd be weird if I didn't question and just always knew my truth 100% of the time. Of course. I definitely question it. But truth feels different than the questions. Like soul truth and soul knowing has a completely different feeling than like the doubts. Yeah, there's an unshakable uncertainty to it. Mm-hmm. And before it lands, it's like the it, no amount of spinning or, or like journaling or anything can Mantras. create that. <laughs> yeah, nothing can create that. And that's why things are so slow and that's why things play out. Like there's a there's a precision to everything. Yep that's hard to manufacture and it's impossible to manufacture through effort. Yeah. We've just hit on something really, really cool. I know there's not been a single piece of our work that I look back at and go, oof, no, not a single piece. Uh, uh, I'm telling you it's fucking timeless. Yeah. It's wild. I know. I'm, 
Mm-hmm. Spiritually arrogant. There have been plenty of pieces <laughs> of artwork where other people look at and go, oof, uh-huh. plenty. And they orbit out and like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. Or I can't believe like that's where the work's going or whatever. Mm-hmm. Plenty. But I look at it and I, I kind of zoom back out to the bigger picture and I keep checking in and I look at things. I'm like, I'm like, everything just slots too well. Yeah. Too well. Like it's bigger than my brain can hold. Hence why like, there's a zillion docs. <laughs> hence why there's so many fucking docs. But it all slots together. And there's and I, it's not like I sit. When when these docs come through, I'm not sitting and referencing our past work. Mm-mm. The the feed just comes through and it writes and it goes and it all comes out in a night. And then I look at it and I'm like, holy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. That's connected to this and that's connected to this and this is connected to that. And this chases back to that. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't there's no way my brain can hold how big our second paradigm map is. Mm-hmm. And the map just keeps getting fucking bigger all the time. Mm-hmm. But like I get these little these little glimmers at the big picture through like these little layers of context. You're like, okay, they're like, okay, this was phase one and this is phase two. And, I, and everything just slots so well that, yeah, I mean, it, it becomes so simple to come all the way down to the micro to mm-hmm. like our own individual lives and go, yeah, like, well, we had to rest. We had to settle back. Mm-hmm. Like all of the decisions that we made in our business, like we could have taken it a thousand different ways, but there's no way we could have gotten to the level of mm-hmm. inner solidity that we have yeah. now if we just built up some like, if we kept doing CEO because we could scale it to something, mm-hmm. we could have a bigger business, yeah, but not. It just feels irrelevant. Like bigger only in money and in no other Yeah. No other metrics. Yeah. I always wanna be like especially like in any of our containers, like especially one on one work, obviously that's happening. But like especially in our and also in our group containers, especially, especially I keep saying it. Um yeah. I wanna be right on the edge of of the newest material and the latest material. Yeah. And I, I think that's I remember getting a comment one time from someone that said they were like already beyond, they were already past what it was we were teaching. I think it was for direct access or something. Mm-hmm. And and I got pissed and I was like, well, I, I said, yeah, you're right. Exactly. That's what I, my response was. But my truth was, <laughs> my truth was, um, how can you fucking beyond be beyond shit? We haven't even pulled through yet. That makes no goddamn sense. Mm-hmm. How can anybody be beyond what the second paradigm is when we haven't even sat on the call to pull through what's actually here? Like no one's beyond that. Mm-hmm. We're not beyond that. We haven't even gotten there. Mm-hmm. But my other truth said, yeah, you're exactly right. You're definitely beyond it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just feels easier because it's like, oh, perfect. Orbit out. See you later. Yeah, man. Yeah, I just feel really good. Like suddenly, it's it's the macro and micro, which is why all the dots are connecting. Scope. I just feel so good with things being exactly where they are, where they are right now. Yeah. With like the amount of followers we have, with like our income, with where our business is at, with like everything. I feel so fucking good about it. I know. Same. There is nothing I need to like manifest. No. Not that I would anyway. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's not even. Yeah, like the, there's nothing that I'm trying to get out of by manifesting something different. Right. There, there's zero need for manifestation in this place. Like, there's right. zero need for manifestation doesn't for exist a, in the a new paradigm. democratic policy to make things better for my life. There's, there's no need for any of it. Like, everything right. feels so fucking good. Yeah. 
with the acknowledgement that things are only getting better and scaling with time. Yeah. With the acknowledgement that there's plenty more that will come. Mm-hmm. But like there's a there's a settled peace in what's already here that I see echoed and mirrored far more in the Trump campaign than I do in the Biden campaign. Mm. And I think it's like it, it's like things like that for me where I, I, I start to logically map and understand why the intuition's so strong, why the support's so strong, yeah. why why there's so much energy there, why we're talking about this instead of doing other things. Like mm-hmm. this feels really right. It does feel really right. And it's crazy to trust it to trust a narrative that's so counter to what we like our, our spiritual peers would be saying and are saying it feels really like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. And like internally it's a little like, you know, like shaky, like wobbly or it was because our spiritual peers are either saying vote for Biden because Trump's a demon or they're saying, Hey everyone, explore, exploring something else maybe possibly and continue to have love and compassion for everyone. They're saying one or or the two, Mm -hmm. which means like I've seen through lots of this shit, but like this is, this is the message that I'm willing to bring through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's about it. Mm -hmm. But to really fucking take a stand for something, despite the collective pushback, that's, that's the, it's a prerequisite for bringing anything to this planet. It is a pre-fucking requisite because if you can't deal with pushback, you were never going to invent anything. Mm-mm. You're never going to pull anything new. You're Mm-mm. never going to move culture in any direction. You're never going to move any piece of the world in any fucking direction because that's what it requires is being able to be with the pushback. Yep. And you look back at history and that was true for every fucking person that yep. ever did anything. Yep. Oh, fuck. That's good. So then I look at Trump right at this rally. This yeah. was my moment of like, holy shit. Uh-huh. I was looking at him and we're we're behind him to the left because we got upgraded to VIP. <laughs> Naturally. And the <laughs> the wind's blowing on his ankles and you know, his pant legs are blowing in the wind. And I'm looking at him and I feel this fucking bubble around him. Like this like aura, right? This is also the name of the woman who we met who's eighty two years old. I feel this massive like a bubble around him and I, I feel the level of inner solidity that he has. Yes. And, and it was actually crazy. I also felt a distinct shift when all of the cameras turned on. So it was like his plane landed and everything was really fucking calm and pristine. And I felt this weird shift and I felt all of these like kind of other energies oh, start funny. to come in. Uh-huh. Oh, I did not feel oh, that. Oh, it was You're weird good. Uh-huh. when the cameras turned. And I that's that's the way I had to rationalize it because I was like, wait, something's happening. Everyone here is incredibly excited. But there's this weird, like, there's this weird pushback. And it was almost like it's the pushback he brings with him everywhere. Like, no <laughs> mm-hmm. matter where he is, no matter what he's doing, there's, there's this fucking crowd of hatred that follows him. But I felt that weird energetic and it's not really penetrating into the crowd. The crowd doesn't give a fuck. The Mm -mm. crowd's just, we're all kind of popped in and we're all in our little prayer bubble we just made, whatever. But like I can feel all of this pushback and I feel how solid he is. And it's funny, earlier today Lizzie was talking about the roast that she went to, the roast of Donald Trump. I actually thought of that moment. Funny. But not from the perspective of like he was preparing for it. I felt into that moment of how not solid at all he was. Ah. I didn't like when I watch him in that roast, he's he's solid in that he's like smirking like he's like kind of but like you can it's like it's hitting and you can feel it hit. But like I can't feel things hit him like it's weird. Agreed. It's weird feeling into him. And it's like I think he had to learn that when he became president. 
because until then he was fucking loved and you can go to a roast and sit and it's like, yeah, but everyone fucking loves me. The only reason why I'm here is because everyone, and it Mm -hmm. feels like that rationalization is the solidity, but there's a solidity of like, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing the thing that I'm supposed to be doing. I feel all this like divine inspiration coming through like that level of solidity. I felt in him to a degree that I was like, it was like awe inspiring feeling that much solidity and then feeling how even like not nervous he was in front of the crowd, yes. like feeling that many people there. And I imagined myself on stage and I was like, I'd be like a ball of mush. Like I would have like 3% of myself to access and I'd be like <laughs> smiling really big and like not in my body, like holy shit. So there was that, but there's also mm. just that, that weird sense. It's like this, like, it's almost like a high frequency pitch when you're in a parking lot. The little mm. like, It's like, it was that kind of pushback, but like just that level of solidity was like, fucking it was inspiring yeah well i was gonna say it was it was equally activating as seeing amy coney barrett Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because again it's that same thing it's that inner solidity it's that inner knowing it's being berated for hours and days on end Mm -hmm. in amy's example berated Mm -hmm. and she's just so solid yeah this is her truth this is what she's saying this is what she's not saying yeah these are the places she'll go these are the places she won't and that's the certainty that comes with truth that you're standing on. Yes. That's the certainty that comes from being grounded into values, being grounded into your knowing, being grounded yep. into something bigger than you, essentially. Yeah. Yep. Like the, the, the Amy Coney Barrett example, like she's grounded in her knowing of like, okay, so I'm, my job as a Supreme Court justice would be to uphold the constitution and to really only look at the cases that I look at that come to me. And right now, if I say anything about any of those pending cases, I'm signaling to the lower courts how I'm going to vote, which will essentially make the defendants or the plaintiffs, whatever case stronger in that court and will make them way more likely to bring it to the Supreme Court. So they're like, cool, fine, fine. Yeah, we lose. That's great. We're taking it to the Supreme Mm -hmm. Court, right? Things that wouldn't be taken there. So it's like it's it would be crippling the justice system and biasing the justice system in a way that she wouldn't want to she do. She absolutely refuses to. Absolutely refuses mm-hmm. to do. And every single judge who goes through the same hearing does the exact same mm-hmm. thing. And that's what we want, right? That's what we want. Of course that's what we want. That's a representative of actual truth and yeah. like clean. It's yes. clean. And then still seeing the way that the the Democratic senators were trying to spin things mm-hmm. and were trying to pin her on things or were trying to like get her to to... It's almost like we know that you have to deny everything. So what would be... What would make good news for you to deny or right. to not comment oh, on? Oh, let's ask her if she's a white supremacist. Let's ask her if she beats her children. Yeah. Oh, or she, oh or no comment. Of- oh, no comment. Oh, why didn't she comment on that? Right? It's like, mm-hmm. it's like that level of, that level of like deception and spin and taking any sentence that you say out of context, like anything that they can yep. make to to take you out of context, still being able to be solid in that. Yep. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And if we like think of like the like attracts like, like it makes sense that Trump had his eye on her yeah. as someone to nominate yeah. because it's it, it feels like a reflection of this inner solidity that he's come to within himself. Mm-hmm. All these hate comments, all of this nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even imagine what he's like. We see a sliver of what he's actually being with. Yeah. Like hate wise and darkness wise and what he's dismantling. Mm hmm. Like we see just a sliver yeah, that gets portrayed sure. to the public. 
Like there is so much. I can feel it. It just feels like mm-hmm. sludge. Mm-hmm. But it's got nothing I'm t- on that like that fucking wave of light that is just behind him. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting to feel his field because I was feeling into him too when he came up. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm having massive deja vu. Mm. What the fuck? Cool. And it wasn't, I didn't feel a bubble, but I felt this solid. I was like, oh, people don't fuck with him. I was like, you can't, the, the thought was like, oh, you can't pull a fast one on him. He's good at business. That was the thought that came in. And mm-hmm. because of, I mean, in his words, he trusts his gut. Mm-hmm. In our words, he follows this intuitive knowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> same, same. Same, same. It's still going, the deja vu. This is so mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. That's great. Wow. <sighs> But I love that you felt that and I love that you could feel mm-hmm. the distinguish like once the cameras turned on. It's crazy. It's almost like it's funny too because they're on the perimeter and they weren't in the prayer bubble. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. It's like these peering in like like laser eyes like mm-hmm. scanning for like how we can catch your fuck up. Mm-hmm. And you know it was so fun. One of my like other favorite parts. There were several favorite moments but one of them was like he, he said he took the you know the drug Regena whatever it's called yeah Yeah, Regeneron and then he's like and then I just felt like Superman and then he starts talking some more talk 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 and then this one guy starts to chant Superman Superman Mm -hmm. and it kind of drops off and another guy picks it up and then like all these other people started picking (laughs) it up and he like leans back from the podium to listen to what the chant is and he does this like little smirk and like shoulder shrug like (laughs) Like, that's kind of (laughs) nice like oh you guys are funny and then he even said when we did the we love you chant, he was like, oh, what did he say? Like, you're going to make me cry. Yeah. He said, you're going to make me cry. And then you're going to make me look weak. And then you won't like me anymore. It's <laughs> 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 so funny. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, the love is so palpable. My God. It's no wonder to me why he does so much better in those settings. Too. Oh my God, they're no so his wonder. jam. Oh my God, yeah. It, Especially seemed... being in a political establishment where every single thing you say is like constantly ripped apart, is constantly yeah. like berated, is constantly spun into like the same narratives they've been using for conservatives for fucking years. All the same shit. Republicans are racist is not fucking new yeah, at all. Yeah, goes with the jam. Yeah. It's even, well, I was even thinking of Alex Jones. Like, I'm like, no wonder Alex Jones needs to have his own show. Mm-hmm. His energy is so fucking big and frenetic. Like, like I watched an old interview of him where he was talking about Sandy Hook and like just speculating as to whether or not mm-hmm. it was as true as what there is, what people have said. And I, I was like, oh man, I want to watch that interview. So I watched like snippets of it and he's like sweating bullets and like, <laughs> You know, he just, he's like under question and like, he's not answering them that well. And like, it's just, it's so sloppy. And I'm like, he just, he's so the type that just needs to be in his own show, in his own domain, speak his own truths and just go, just keep going. Like, Mm -hmm. and I, I, I think I, I resonate with that and see that because I feel similar. Like Mm -hmm. put me in a setting where you're questioning me and you need me to factually tell you all these things about why I feel the way I feel. Like Mm -hmm. I can't. I mean, I probably, I don't know if, no, mm-hmm. I don't want to. It's not, it's, it makes no sense. That setting would make no sense for me. Mm-hmm. But for me to just freestyle, like spit my truth and say what I have to say and like share what I'm sharing, like mm-hmm. we're doing on this podcast, I'm in. Yeah. Instagram TV, I'm in. 
like my own domain. It feels like mm-hmm. I'm good in those settings. Yeah. And I almost want to make that. I almost want to like, I don't know, like say that like, oh, I wish I could be better. And But no, I mean, it's it, that's the role too. Like I, right? I even I know. think about like the difference between Trump and um, Kaylee. Oh, oh. McEnany. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the, like, she's great in that space. Oh my like God. the, we call it the light litigator, right? Yep. Where you're just constantly, you're, you're having to, to essentially discount all of the spins constantly and yep. all of the ridiculous things that come at you. She's so good. She's, she's like, actually so the full good. quote it's is crazy. this, and I can send you the other 10 quotes where he denounced racism or, yeah. you know, white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She just goes to her binder and starts reading quotes. But like I almost think of the difference and like I'm I map that into like tradition culture cutting edge, you know, like mm-hmm. there's the there's the preserved tradition, which is essentially just like I'm doing this and I'm going to continue to do this. Yeah. And then there's the and I don't want things to change. Right. There's mm-hmm. like there's that tradition. Then there's also the like there's the culture that's about changing tradition yeah. and updating tradition. But ideally that culture's clicked into and getting stuff from the cutting edge, mm-hmm. which is about essentially transmitting. Yeah. So it's like, how much can I be plugged into truth? How much can I be plugged into the things that are coming, the things that are ideal? How much can I think about the things that are ideal and that are coming and like land these new truths, all of that, and then transmit that out. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is literally the pathway from divinity into, into physicality. Like those are the roles that we end up playing. So it makes sense that if like an Alex Jones, who's very much so just transmitting and is constantly pushing, he doesn't give a fuck about where culture's at, where the media's Mm-mm. at, where anything's at. He's constantly just like, okay, how can I use what I know to, to, to essentially like, people. yeah, his whole fucking thing is tomorrow's news today, right? Yeah. Him in a setting where he's having to play culture. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't work. Mm-mm. That's exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And it's feeling like a very yeah, similar lesson to what we're having to learn by like staying out of the comments and all of those things right. and all the things that we're settling that's, into. Cause that's that is going into culture. It's going into tradition culture. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I think that is why the message of the second paradigm is where soul makes sense and keep going, keep trusting and welcome home. Like mm-hmm. welcome to who you really are. Welcome to who you've always been. Welcome to who you haven't allowed yourself to be yet, but are going there now. Mm-hmm. Like welcome to fucking that. Yeah. Yeah. And we can't dance around the hard truths of this reality. Mm-mm. There's no like, well, what if you can just manifest something different? It's like, no, okay, what's actually here right, right now in your right. circumstances? That's where divinity is. Mm-hmm. Not in not in the imaginary bubble that spiritual people try to create to right. escape what's here. Right. It's the same thing politically as it is personally. Yep. Same, same. It tracks the whole way through. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucking cool. It is cool. God, I know. And that's the level of, there's a, there's even the level of inner solidity. That's another hard truth about reality. Yeah. I mean, I think of my mom, like, I don't know. It just feels like it takes so much courage. She walks around with her Trump hat on and goes to her Bible studies and drives mm-hmm. with her Trump hat on. She's in a democratic state, Massachusetts. Yeah. Always been democratic. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's an inner solidity there. Yeah. It's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought it was just this place that I would get to once I was an old lady. You know, like I've always had this like thought of like, oh, when I'm old, I'll really say it. I'll be like the old lady that just like spits the truth. Mm-hmm. But like 
what if I, why don't I do that right now? <laughs> what am I waiting for? Yeah. You know, but you're like, it's oh, because then when she's an old lady, you kind of get the pass. It's like, oh, well, Miriam's in her 80s. So she just goes off the rails now and says whatever she wants. Yeah. But like, no, I want to say whatever I want right the fuck now. Mm-hmm. And I'm on my own goddamn rail. Thank yeah. you very much. But you talk to those ladies and they're like, yeah, I wish I did this fucking 40 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Always. They're never yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm so happy I waited to speak my truth. Right. Yeah, nobody no, said no one nobody. ever. <laughs> God, I'm so happy. I just didn't say any of my truth and built a bunch of friendships and relationships and business partnerships based on a character that I pretended to play. Yeah, I haven't heard that one yet. No, no one said thank mm. you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's a really cool time to be alive and to be here and to be doing this and mm-hmm. to really trust this body of work that's come through you and us and that you've articulated and that I've gotten fiery about <laughs> mm-hmm. like it, it feels really fucking cool if it, because it just, it, I, I trust that there's so much here for people when it's time, yeah. but so much has to break. Like when you talk about the prerequisite, mm-hmm. what were you saying that in reference to inner solidity? Yeah. It's a prerequisite right. to do anything, to do anything, <laughs> to mm-hmm. be yourself in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Like, I just, I feel that even with the second paradigm, like there is so much bullshit that has to break. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, man. Yeah. It's just, it's just the fucking truth of what I've seen so far with this work is that you can't go to eight bajillion different healers and have eight bajillion perspectives like that's mm-hmm. not going to work. Like the second paradigm is something so fundamentally different. Mm-hmm. than what's currently out there and being taught because everyone else is pulling from everybody fucking else. Yeah. And that's not what's happening here. This feed of David is pristine and clear. I can attest to that with every ounce of my being. Mm. And so that like the, the, the barrage of healers can exist yeah. in this body of work. There has to be a level of already trusting your own inner knowing above all else. You can't be fucking busy doing shit that isn't you busy 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 under the guise of spirituality like Mm -hmm. motherfucking goddess circles and shit like all of that stuff like it doesn't stick because it doesn't fucking have legs and when you call it out it's it it literally just dissolves Mm -hmm. there's nothing to stand on yeah you can dissolve it in a single jp sears video and you can't do drugs (laughs) yeah and it's funny. I feel like I just said the, <laughs> the like list of do's and don'ts of joining this. I mean, you could do whatever the fuck you want, but it's yeah. going to be, you're going to have a really hard time going to those fucking made up circle jerks. You're going to have a really hard time manifesting anything other than what's actually here for you. You're going to have a really hard time doing those fucking drugs. Mm-hmm. Period. Because like all of those things are ways to manage the pain of being in reality yeah and they're all they're all like modalities and like prescriptions for what to do and how to do it in order to have a better life right and let me clarify with drugs i mean quote unquote medicine yes you'll see in paradise valley you're gonna (laughs) love it (laughs) but like there's a difference between the prescriptions of what to do and the second paradigm, because I think we're very, very, we take a very hard line stance 
on we're not here to tell you what to do. I felt that even come in with like, we're not here to tell you who to fucking vote for. No, yeah, I don't Like care. the body of work itself doesn't have a political affiliation, doesn't care what you vote for. Mm-mm. We don't care who you vote for. Right. We care about speaking our truth as boldly yes. as possible. And that's it. Yes. That's it. Like Biden voters fucking welcome. Right. So welcome. I could care less. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I know my insides make me go, damn it, why are you voting for Biden? <laughs> <laughs> But still, like I could care less because our our body of that's work is always matter. about trusting yourself 100% here. Yep. And if that's truly here for you, there's something fucking here for you right. in it. Just Follow like there's it. something fucking here for us with Trump exactly. and following this. I don't know who's right. I have no fucking idea. If I'm really, really honest with myself, I have no fucking idea. I'm still learning so much, so much. But I know this is absolutely 100% true for me right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to follow that and speak to it. Yep. And say all of the reasons why this is my truth. And like that's the thing that we're we're here for. And it's the same thing with this body of work. Like it's not here's what you need to do to be a spiritual person, which is what spirituality is turned into. I know. It's like here's the archetype you need to play, here's the clothes you need to wear, here's the drugs you need to do, here's the mantras you need to say, here's mm-hmm. the bodies Events of work you, need to go to. you have to subscribe to, mm-hmm. and here's the teachers you gotta pay in order to learn those things. Mm-hmm. That's not spirituality. No. That's fucking circle jerk. It's spiritual theater. It's the personal development industry's infiltration of spirituality in some weird way. Yeah, and marketing and manipulation and that's, all that's of what it. I mean. That's it's what survival. I mean. It's, yeah. oh my God, I need to create a career for myself and get paid so I don't die. Yeah. So I'm going to invent this bullshit thing that I'm going to tell other people to do. I'm going to mm-hmm. prey on their insecurity so then they pay me to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And it lasts until it lasts. And it's it's not... It's not timeless. It's not fucking yeah. timeless. I see holes in all of those things. Yeah. And what I don't see holes in is the fucking second paradigm. Yeah. And I guess that's what I'm trying to speak to because I, if we were to create a prescription for how to live life, it would not be timeless in any way, shape, or form. But if we were to create, which we are, a context for how to trust yourself and your inner knowing, connect to divinity, and navigate being on earth where there's also darkness and that's the predominant paradigm, like being able to navigate that, that's a really lasting framework that's yep. really dynamic. Yes. Second paradigm is so fucking highly dynamic. Yes. It worked for us when we were like hardcore liberals, mm-hmm. just as it's working for <laughs> totally. when we're hardcore conservatives. <laughs> so like, true. like that through the entire flip flop of political stances, our underlying belief system has stayed completely solid. Yeah. And that's remarkable. Like that's that's I think what's led us pivot and kick in so quickly yep. is because our underlying worldview didn't have to crumple. It's yeah. the same shit. It's totally. It's the exact same oh shit. Oh my God. So to be able to so be well in said. such like a dynamic worldview, it's also what allows for so many people who believe so many different things, who have so many different gifts to be able to fit in. And when I think about it from the perspective of light, like that's what light's all about. It's totally. about it's about oneness through individuality. Yep. That's what creates a strong collective. Yep. And that's also weirdly what America's about, which is why it's so <laughs> mm-hmm. fucking inconvenient to oneness through complete indoctrination. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's just so cool, like seeing all the pieces so click. And, and I love hearing you always like talk up me and my channel and all of those things and accept it to the degree that I, that I can. <laughs> but like every time we do this podcast, I think you make me accept it a little bit more. Good. But it's cool. Like, I, I really do love how dynamic our work is and how it doesn't matter who you're voting for or what you fucking believe or what your gifts no, are. Right. Like, there's a place here 
as long as you're willing to be yourself, yes. as long as you're willing to be with the pushback yes. of like really what it means to be that person. Because yep. those people, they've stuck with us the entire time. It's true. They've stuck with us the entire time. They fucking love it. And they, they reference the second paradigm in their day-to-day life. They use it to navigate their circumstances. Yep. They use it to navigate pushing themselves out into the world and yep. saying things that, that we haven't thought of, right? Right. Yeah. Saying things that aren't our messages that like they're, they're saying their fucking truths. And it's, it's those things help us too. You know, it's cool yep. watching other people's messages and their gifts and their talents and all of those things come through and push out into the world like it's just it's so cool like i it's the thread that you said of like we're not here to we're not here to paint our lifestyle and sell it right we're here to paint a very broad context for what your lifestyle can be yeah and like that that i think is always going to be our message Mm. it's always going to be our thing and right now that means transitioning from the the phase of our work which we've laid out a shit ton on and it's all fucking free it's all out there on our channel docs it's good or bad business decision it's fucking free (laughs) i I know and i want to say it's so free say it with me we don't don't even even ask for your your email It's true because that's not free. (laughs) That's the top of a funnel Uh that's then built to manipulate you into thinking that you're not enough so that you'll buy the product and then, yeah, anyway. Mm -hmm. We don't do that. Yes, it's actually free. (laughs) We have no idea. Isn't that, can we just sit with that for one more second? That we have no idea who you are when you read the doc. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have a clue. Yeah, because we trust that if you're actually a fucking fit, we'll know who you are. Yeah. Like you'll orbit in. Totally. We'll be feeling on each other and be like, oh my God, funny. Right now, our this work and everything, it, it's continuing to press into this whole new phase that I think has been triggering for some people, and some people definitely do not like it, who have been around our work. We're continuing to trust the development of this work into not just like, let's sit on our asses and watch Netflix when it's time to rest, to build our inner knowing and to land our essence into our body. Like It's not just let's go as slow as possible and then slow to a halt. It's let's go slow, let's ride the energetic, and and when the energetic's sane to rest and to settle in, know that's for a very specific reason, to break a shit ton of stuff and to land a whole bunch of realizations and embodiments and inspiration that's laying the foundation for the whole next chapter of life. But there's a point where that next chapter of life becomes now. Yeah. And at that point, you have to be able to build inner solidity, to be able to kick into gear, to be able to actually say and do the things that you're here to do, or Mm -hmm. it'll be impossible, impossible, because the world rejects anything that's new. That's the way the world works. Anything that's new, it fundamentally rejects it because that's the structures we have into place. Mm -hmm. So anytime you're bringing anything new, which I think everyone who's spiritual feels that they're here to do, I'm here to bring something very unique and special to the world. Anytime you're here to bring something new to the world, when it's actually time to bring that thing to the world, inner solidity becomes a prerequisite. Yeah. God. So that's why our work's going in the direction it is. So well. That's why we have to do this. That's why we have to build our own inner solidity by very boldly proclaiming our love for the president of the United States. Which, hello? Can we just, for one second, can we just acknowledge how insane that is to think that you wouldn't love the president of the United States, of the land that you live in, all the fucking freedom that you have? It is wild. It is wild. Just to take a second to think about that, that we're indoctrinated to not love who's currently president. Yeah. Or if you do love Obama, you didn't know anything that was going on. You just loved him for his charisma and his. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that we love <laughs> that we only love the leaders who are figureheads that fall in line with our social norms. Yes. Is very they don't weird. upset the apple. It's very, very weird. 
that's weird that's mm-hmm. yeah i know and at the Strange. same time mm-hmm. it's the exact same thing right i mean like policies aside democratic versus republican aside to have someone who's so boldly themselves in the white house has forever created an opening for anyone for anyone anyone that's what i saw with Kanye him. could not have run after obama no makes no sense at all it makes no sense he wouldn't have done it it wouldn't have even been an idea. It would have been fucking impossible. Even though they're both black and you would think the black card would have been For a sure. thing that he could For run. For sure. And but- Kanye, as much as everyone shitting on him, has like 2% of the vote. Two out of 100 <laughs> people are voting. One in 50 people is voting for fucking Kanye in America. That's absurd. That's Ugh. absurd. And that wouldn't, like, wouldn't even be close to possible without Donald Trump. And that's the thing. Like when we talk about him the things we talk about him for are the things we love about him yeah not the things that like it's not even down to the nitty-gritty policies although i can go there which i I actually am really enjoying going there but it's like (laughs) it's the inner solidity it's the modeling that you can be yourself that you can push back on any amount of pushback by just continuing to be yourself even Uh more boldly like those embodiments also track with everything that I see in myself as being necessary for me to bring my work to the world. Yeah. And that's why just as a man that inspires me. Yeah. Like a fucking shit ton that inspires me. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so this has been a recap of the 2020 Trump rally in Tucson, Arizona <laughs> on October 19th, 2020. I have one more thing to say because <laughs> yes. I want to put it in voice. Okay, yep. I had a really weird dream about Bill Gates last night. And I want to just, I want to time oh, capsule yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I haven't written this dream down yet. And I don't know why, but I've spoken it out loud. So it's it's in my brain. Yeah. Um. So I, I the it was my second dream of the night. Uh-huh. I was at this like bar area, it was a whole like bar, and then there was a woman on the other side, and she had a cyclops eye. She only had one eyeball in the center of her head, no other eyes, and a shaved head. Mm-hmm. And she was a lesbian, and she was with her girlfriend. Her girlfriend was black, and her girlfriend like hugged her from behind, and they were giving me this book to read. And the cyclops girl, she was white. She said, "Here, you 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 would really like this book," and it was about, um race it was about sexuality or sexual preference which i guess is offensive now um and transgender those were the three topics it was about and then her girlfriend came around from behind and hugged her and was like you would really like this book and i was like this is so weird i didn't Mm -hmm. take the book i went outside with david and we went to this protest and we were standing in front of this building and there were probably only like 10 of us there and we were standing there and this girl was like, Oh my God, Bill Gates is actually inside. And I was like, what? And then I, then the knowing came in. I was like, Oh, we're outside of Planned Parenthood. I was like, Oh my God. I was like, Hey, I'm going to go around. So David came with me. I was like, I'm going to go around and get him at his car when he comes out. Mm-hmm. So he's in his car and I'm talking to him through the window, his windows down. And I was like, we know what you're doing. It took me a little bit to get the words out. I remember like kind of like ooh, fumbling a little. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we know what you're doing. We all know what you're doing. Like you come from a family of eugenicists. We know exactly what you're doing. And like he kept denying it and like kind of skirting around it. And then I was like, you think you have the power of God, don't you? And he like lit up and nodded and was like excited. And I was like, yeah, you like that, don't you? I was like, but that's not what you have. 
Like, you are not going to get away with this. There is no way. And then, like, I kept talking and he got smaller. Like, his energy field got smaller. Like, he got smaller. He didn't, like, shrink or dissolve or anything. I ended up waking up. But it just felt something about this dream feels really significant in so many different ways. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was it. Then I woke up. Do you remember? Do you remember what you said to him after? You already kind of said it, but do you remember what you said to him after? That you're not going to get away with this. Yeah. Or the God thing. Yeah. Do you remember what she said to him in response to that? Like you think you're powerful. I don't know. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. What did I say? I don't remember. There was there was something on like. I mean, it felt like our like, FNN, week five with Jalex Owens. Like mm. it felt like that kind of, and and maybe that's just what I was feeling when you were telling me it. But it felt like you're like not going to get away with this like anti-human agenda. Mm. It was like something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't yeah, totally like remember. I thought, when, when you first told me, like I felt this whole thread of like, you're, so you're not going to get away with this and the like, and like you think you're, you think you're like as powerful as God, but you're not. Yes. Like you're like, you can't manipulate this. Like you can't like. Like, yeah, you're like, not going to you know, win. It'll never win. Like, yeah. the, the dark yeah. doesn't win. Yeah. The light always wins. You can't be more powerful than the, the collective mm-hmm. that you're a part of. Like, like I felt all of these threads. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just the passion that you were saying of when we were in the car. But it was just cool. It was cool feeling. It was so feeling intense. All and then my, my very next thought was like, holy shit, that's really cool. Like, I don't know <laughs> that I would have said that even in my dreams, you know? It's like, wow, that's awesome. Oh, I was so pissed. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as I saw him, it just like once the it it like it was hard to get out because I was afraid to like speak it, and then just looking at him, I looked at you, and then you didn't say anything, and then I looked at him, and I just went for it. Mm. I was like, this needs to come out. He needs to know that we all know, like all of us, we all know what he's doing, mm-hmm. and it's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. But he, it was so eerie to see him light up and smile and nod when I compared him to being like God. That was fucking freaky. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not the power that you have. You think that's the power that you have, but that's not which that's not what's going on here, Mr. Mm-hmm. Mr. William Fence. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a yeah. Trip. So I just kind of wanted to in in the in the honor of memory capsuling mm-hmm. our 2020 Trump rally, I also mm-hmm. wanted to capture that dream and recording too. Yeah, I know. I really think we'll look back to this time in Tucson. Hasn't even been that long, but this time in Tucson is like a very, very pivotal moment in our work in the world, in who we are, in our ability to be with our own truth enough to actually share it. Mm -hmm. Like our ability to trust ourselves enough to like lay it out for everyone to rail into it. Yeah, like that level of yeah. That level of trust in your own truth takes a lot of just work through time. Yeah. And I think, and that's like, to just loop it back to the very beginning of the podcast, like when, like the comments under your post are the reason why people don't share their truth. Mm -hmm. And I just, I have to call bullshit on that. If that's what's stopping you, if the darkness that lives in the comment section is stopping you from sharing your truth, like fuck off. That's not even real. Mm -hmm. And like fucking... I don't know. Like, let's talk. Like I, I, I opened up my one-on-one sessions again. Like let's fucking do it. Like, let's just have a one-off call to like tap you back into your own fucking truth and your own knowing. Mm -hmm. 
like if you're at the verge of sharing something that like you just need to fucking say like yeah. fucking call me like let's do it like i'm here for it yeah nothing nothing of real impact happens in the comment sections of no. anything oh of my anything. god it's so <sighs> the even the approval is nice yeah but there comes a point where you don't it, need it anymore right cuz you're cuz it's the inner solidity cuz it's the inner solidity and then all you all you can get from comments once you're at that point all you can get from comments is approval you don't need yep or hatred toward your perspective that is it, just your truth yeah that does nothing that does nothing yeah like the comment section add and subtract nothing mm -hmm. from it your might truth. as well be off <laughs> yeah it might as well yeah because you still have to keep going and keep sharing what's here for you and what's real for you. Like, that's all you've got to do. Because I guarantee every time you check in, it's like, oh, do I go in there? And the guidance is like, nope, keep writing, though. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what the light is going to tell you. The light, when you check in with God over soul source, the light is never going to tell you to go into the comment section. Yeah. Very seldom. I would yeah. Maybe not never, but yeah, very seldom. Sure. And when it's there, for it'll sure. feel completely when it's different. There, it's there. Yep. And it feels totally different. But a majority, not, I would say 90% of the time, you're going to be directed to continue sharing your truth and to keep writing yeah. and to keep creating and to keep going. Yeah. 95% just went up. <laughs> yeah. And anytime you do go into the comment section for whatever fucking reason, after you read them, stop, take a breath, check in and see what's actually there. Mm -hmm. And nine times out of 10, it'll be like, oh, just let us drop. It'll be nothing. Yeah. Or it'll be like, oh, you can reply to that one. Uh-huh. Or like, oh, they can get a heart or a thumbs up. Yeah. And then sure. get out of there. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. This yeah. has been fun to like navigate. This and has been fun. Learn in real time. And... Mm -hmm. You just got to trust yourself all the way through. Yep. That's it. All right. Keep going. Keep trusting. And welcome home. In my head, in my mind, I'm all alone. Not anymore. Stuck in time, <laughs> but in, in my soul, soul, I always know I am home. Got to this grounded existence, led by soul, where the world stands witness. In my mind, I'm all alone. Stuck in time, but in my soul, I always know I am home.